What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, Rudeness. Hi. Good morning. I'm going to have sexy, gravelly voice today. So. Aw. you got a little yeah. sniffles. Not the, not the COVID, right? Not the vid? No, I, I, yeah. I tested twice. I'm okay. all, I'm, I am COVID-free. All right. So, okay. Yes. I better be after, you know, all those... Uh, all those vaccinations. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's talk, speaking of, we have so much to get to here, but I, just on the whole, uh, obviously, issue of the day, this just, I don't even know what to call it, atrocity going on in Texas. Um, uh, the Tennessee Holler said, Texas is arguing both of these cases simultaneously. Make that make sense. Hashtag force birth nation. Texas Supreme Court pauses ruling that allowed pregnant woman to have an abortion. And the other headline is a prison guard says she was forced to stay at her post during labor pains. Texas is fighting compensation for her stillbirth. Um, and you just said Gilead was always led by hypocrites. I, I just keep saying that we are we are at Gilead. Do not pass go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and if you and you know the leaders of Gilead always went to see the Jezebels, you yeah. know, even though they kept proclaiming that they were, you know, that how, how impure that kind of sex was. Yeah. But the other thing about that second headline is that in the in the lawsuit there, Texas is claiming that a fetus is not a person, and therefore they don't have to give compensation. Yeah. My God. So it's just we're going to talk to Wendy Davis in just a bit. But I I hope there is some saving Texas because I, you know, saw an old clip of Ann Richards today and, you know, one of Molly Ivins. And I thought, you know, there is such a proud tradition of amazing women from Texas, including Wendy Davis, that I hope I hope Texas can be uh, saved. Let's just say. All right. Let's talk about uh, you are because I know despite our shock, you are not just a professor. You are a department chair which i am a department chair of a of a very large department yes. 130 faculty members so startling, I, startling. I do have yes. a little bit of power in this world but you know you have an interesting perspective obviously on all this well first of all i think as you sort of said these is it the president penn just resigned i mean they really did kind of whiff their testimony i mean Really yeah. was, oh, it was, but you, but you yeah. argue they're playing into, you know. I love the way you said it. You said if you don't think House Republicans have begun an investigation into disciplinary procedures and learning at University of Penn, Harvard, MIT, which will unfold over the coming months, isn't some chilling. Uh, you don't understand Republicans. They've been waiting for the chance to gut higher education. That's that's exactly it, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you have Christopher Rufo out there going on the attack again. You have uh, Elise Stefanik saying one down, two to go. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, you're never going to understand unless you are part of academia what a code of conduct actually means. There are rules that have to be abided by by both the, the students and the administration. And the, there is a lawsuit waiting if you don't follow those rules. And that's what those presidents were reacting to Yeah, uh, with the question they were given. Well, you have such an interesting thread on this. If you're on threads, follow Rude Pundit because, you you know, you wrote a whole story about, uh, well, you can, st- I'll let you tell the story about what happened in one of your classes. But um, you said, you know, when you tell me that you want to punish students for being, stu- for saying, believing stupid, uh, terrible you're telling me that you're refusing to educate them and then you might as well close up shop. So talk about, you said, <laughs> so you were teaching a drama class in the 1990s. You read Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, and if you don't know, Blanche is raped by Stanley. <gasps> Spoiler alert. What? Uh, when yeah, you- sorry, sorry. And you don't really get that from the Brando version. You get yeah. it's implied. Right. Yeah. But if you see well, I start there- as as the nurse in Streetcar Named Desire at the Edinburgh Theatre Festival, so I have a deep understanding. Did you? Did you? You were the kindness of strangers? Okay, let's not let's not talk about the quantity of (laughs) mine. Let's talk about the quality of my delivery of Blanche. What was was your line? Blanche, it's time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You have a good strong grip on Blanche when you were doing that? I yes, I so. had to pick her up. And yeah, her. yeah. Yes. The spotlight followed us dramatically. So you were, right, you were the kindness of strangers. You were. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was taking Blanche to the loony bin. <laughs> that was kind of you. You said. We can always depend yes. on you, Stephanie. Don't undersell yourself, Stephanie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, netsuite.com slash Miller. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com slash liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different choices that you have. Whatever you need, vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com slash liberal. Uh, even then, my drama. <laughs> 
drama professor could see the deep kindness in me. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so you said uh, uh, even uh, when we discussed that moment, over half the class of 30 men and women defended Stanley, saying Blanche was asking for it by flirting with him. I did not report the students for having abhorrent beliefs. We discussed uh, consent and the implications of what they were saying. So just take us through. I'm going to read the whole thread, obviously. Yeah, just take so, us through. so, so yeah. yeah, I didn't report. We had this great conversation in class. Everybody spoke, men and women. Yeah. There were some people that that did think that what they believed was abhorrent. And, you know, we had this discussion about consent and and all kinds of things. And I don't know if any minds were changed, but it was a fascinating conversation. And I compare that to something that happened in another class, which was that a student was responding, writing a response to a poem that we had read. And it's even worse than what I said. The poem was about Emmett Till. And uh, and the student said Emmett should have done something if he was going to die anyway and by the way here's this specific student in the class this woman and this young woman in the class that this student writes that he wants to rape and 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 that was that to me was all right red flags flares going up yeah and i went to both my department chair at the time and the dean of students and the student was removed from the class which is what should have happened and so to me it's the difference between having a terrible belief and making a specific threat yes and yes and how we respond to those things and what 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 provides us an opportunity to teach versus the safety of the students yeah it's interesting the way you said it it you said if we merely, uh, the students in the first class believe something that was absolutely chilling, but if we merely react with condemnation and punishment, we aren't teaching them. The student in the second class was a direct threat to another student. The hell with that. Now you can criticize the first group of students, but young people say and believe stupid, terrible uh, done right, university education can at least get them to see the other side of an issue, if if not outright transform them. So, you know, in your larger piece, you just sort of wrote about Republican strategy. Um, you just said, you know, to equate a 19-year-old chanting from the river to the sea with actual Nazis doing actual Nazi in this country. This is, you know, the false equivalency that you write about that Republicans are trying to do. You say Republicans have a Nazi problem. The Texas GOP voted down a prohibition to the party associating with those, quote, known to uh, espouse or tolerate anti-Semitism, pro-Nazi sympathies, or Holocaust denial. We all we, we all saw the people that they called very fine people in Charlottesville. So yeah. you're right; it, it allows them to have false equivalency, right? To say yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or to just simply say, you know, look, it's as bad on the left as it is on the right, and you know, it's frankly not. Um, I mean, it, it's it, there has been a surge now in the uh as as um you know but but a lot of anti-israel rhetoric is being conflated to be anti-semitic and there are people who do believe that if you're anti that if you do not support israel in this war that you are being anti-semitic that that is an argument nazis are not an argument nazis existed to uh in part to get rid of jews yeah and so, you know, I'm not I, I'm not trying to uh, to in any way devalue or uh, or the, the people that are arguing that there is anti-Semitism going on on yeah. college campuses right now. Well, I think what she was asked, the president of Penn, right, was like is calling for the genocide of all Jews. <laughs> hate speech or whatever. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that it is. And I think her equivocating is what, you know, made it a well, kind it of was, a disaster. It was what is, how does it, how is it affected by the student? How, 
in what way does it follow the student conduct guidelines or does it uh, in some way infract on those student conduct guidelines? Right. Which, right. Which, which again is going to be dry and legalistic and that's what they are taught. That's what the presidents of, of universities are taught to do because you are trying at all times to avoid a lawsuit. Right. And, and unfortunately, outside of the uh, uh, academia it sounds dry and legalistic when it calls for empathy and understanding yeah i mean i think it's just for those of <laughs> for those of us that have read bunches of books and gone <laughs> to school and read history it is terrifying you know what feels like you know could help usher in fascism which is you know kids calling Joe Biden genocide Joe and saying they're voting against him because they don't like what's happening in the Middle East as if it's his fault. And, you know, the fact that we could literally sleepwalk into fascism and religious theocracy uh, based on, as you say, some kind of pretty stupid beliefs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And but I would also argue that very specifically here, we are talking about colleges and colleges where, you know, you are supposed to take the speech that students have and use it as a means to educate and uh, and and with your own speech as a professor especially or as a fellow student even and to me there there is something different there because of and I, I don't want to sound like the president of Penn but because of context again I am not saying in any way you say that Jews deserve de- genocide right. that is a BS and that needs to be right. condemned yes but um, but I also think it's an opportunity to try to reach out to students and say all right let's talk about where this is coming from yeah. and what exactly you think you're saying and they're 19 yes. 18 19 20 year olds they have agency they can do yeah. you know and my obviously point they're is, adults yes carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My but, point is, whoever you hate, Jews or Muslims, your home is in the Republican Party, yeah. not the Democratic Party. And you, in this piece you wrote about, you know, Republican strategy, make everyone think Democrats are just as effing awful as they are. You said uh, they know the GOP ban is tarnished with insurrection, hatefulness, the stink of Trump. But rather than to change or kick Donald Trump to the curb, which would be hard work involving convincing the idiot hordes of MAGA drones to stay on board without their orange idol or shifting policies to reflect what the majority of Americans actually believe on things like guns, abortion, and more. They're saying, F it, let's just F S up instead. It's what we're good at. And you, you said uh, they've decided that the way to, best way to win in 2024 is do everything possible to drag the image of Democrats down to their level and then rub some S on it. Oh. I, I mean, that that's absolutely it. 
it, and yeah. there is there has never been less equivalency between the two parties. Yeah, let's let's make sure that Joe Biden has an impeachment on his record. You know, yeah, let's, let's yes. we got to have that. Right. We got to balance Based on that. Nothing. We balance right. the impeachment. I love we your gotta, line. You said Speaker Mike Johnson, who always looks as if he's contemplating the next boy he'll keep in the cellar for a while. Oh. I would just like to, to 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 point out that that implies that there have been previous boys in the cellar. <laughs> it does. But, you know, the, you also make a good point about them labeling any kind of protest or anything on the left as an insurrection. So it's like, oh, see, well, they're all insurrections. Oh, the guy going out the wrong door and the fire alarm went off. That was an insurrection. I mean, it's... it's an insurrection, yeah. yeah. We need to arrest him just like the insurrectionists. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, you picked up on a, a Liz Cheney on the uh, Fresh Air saying repeatedly she was devoted to preventing a second Trump term. Then Terry Grossstaff, she would vote for Biden if Trump is the nominee. Cheney deflected and would not answer the question as if there was any alternative. Frankly, that tells me all I need to know about Liz Cheney. I mean, it is interesting, right? She's calling it the five alarm fire it is. But, you know, it implied is she'll vote for some other fascist Republican if if Trump's not the nominee, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's obvious, but it's not it's not even that she she's she she says she won't vote for Trump. But and some people have said, well, she wants to wait, make sure Trump's the nominee, blah, blah, blah. And I say, why not start telling Republicans you need to get your head around voting for Joe Biden? You need to start that now. You're going to have to vote for Joe Biden if you really want to prevent a Trump presidency. Yeah, exactly. Um. By the way, I don't know who I'm, I don't know if this is Mike Johnson or it could be any rando on the right. But you uh, you're retweeting. Uh, he called LGBT people a cult that promotes unholiness, unrighteousness and immorality in our nation. He expressed hope that in 2024, Americans will reelect Jesus to be on the throne here again in our country. He believes uh, Rapert is his name. Oh, that's weird. Oh, late name. Yeah. Believes uh, fetuses have constitutional rights and that abortion is worse than slavery and the Holocaust. Oh, I who which guy is this? I don't <laughs> I, sorry, I, oh, sorry. Me into coughing. Um, I believe that was Mike Johnson. I believe oh, that was Mike. Yeah. Well, anyway, you said someone dig up this guy's yard or check his crawl space. I'm pretty sure that's where he keeps the bodies of men he had sex with and then killed because the voices in his head told him to. Yeah, I. Um, anyone that says, you know, I God talks to them at night and tells them they're Moses and I don't... Didn't he say he woke up like God... I made a list of things God uh-huh. told me to uh-huh. in the middle yep, of the night. Yep, yep, We're yep. out of milk, eggs, and cheese also. You shall be Moses in Congress. You know, I just love you could say if somebody came up to you and said, you know, a little a a, a leprechaun came to me in a dream and told me all of these things. And now we must do them. You'd look at them like they're crazy. But if you say, you know, your invisible sky daddy came to your bed and whispered sweet nothings in your ear. Everybody's supposed to go, oh, my God. Wow. Yes, this is revelation. This is prophecy right here. Oh, it's terrifying. All right. Well, listen, uh, best of luck to you, you filthy hobo. You run in your oh, department you. and whatever it is you do. I don't. It's all terrifying. You know, I don't even actually know what I do. So yeah. <laughs> that sounds like academia. <laughs> yeah. Can I call you Blanche? It's time for you to go. <laughs> Goodbye. Say your line. Say your line. Rude. 
it's time to go. All right. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.